With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. I just think mm-hmm. I have a little sidebar meeting here. I'm with Candy Lee. How you doing, Candy? Hey, doing good. How you doing? Wonderful, wonderful. So, yeah, you're just kind of talking about DBAs. And, yeah, I know every state is going to be a little different. And, in fact, this morning I went on to the site for Florida and noticed that Florida had kind of changed things around too from the way it was before when I did it. And gosh, it's probably, I don't know, a number of years ago since I first did it. So, yeah. The new thing on the states is they won't let you, like Idaho, Washington, and Utah will not let you use a name at all if it looks like a name or if they have any name in any system that looks like a name. Hmm. I wonder what Bob Evans restaurant does. Bob Evans? <laughs> or or the Howard Johnson Hotels. Oh, oh, oh. Or... Wait, you can't wait, you can. You can if you say LLC or anything at the end of it. Right. That's why I had mentioned uh, earlier today I said, you know, just to add to the end of it unincorporated. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm gonna try that. Unincorporated would be correct. Right. Because I noticed uh, when I was looking at the Florida site today, before, you know, they used to have, you know, you could check a box if it was an LLC, partnership, trust, whatever the case was. And they didn't have that. Instead, what they stated on uh, Florida's site was they said that uh, this is for individuals doing business in the name of a corporation, partnership, etc. Instead of so instead of naming everything and giving you the clue of an incorporated, they just said etc. <laughs> and that's why I got the oh, idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they want you to tag like LLC or something like that to it. So that's what you do is you just tag unincorporated to it. I think I'm gonna do that. I like that. I'm gonna attempt it and see what any of them do. The one in Washington is kind of perplexing because it wants you to do a um it wants it to be a corporation and it wants it to be you to get a license to get a business in order to get a DBA. Right. And in order to get a license, you're going to be incorporated. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can get a DBA in Washington or at Washington, the state. Right. Doing it this way anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something now, one that, thing I did notice. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, dear. Uh, one thing I noticed in Washington is that they, I printed it. It's a form that they have that says, "I can register a uh, foreign name registration." So, if I have one in a different state or country, I can actually um, register the name, the foreign name registration. Okay, so for instance, then you could go ahead and do the assumed name certificate then, for instance, with the state of Minnesota, 
and then transfer it over. Is that what you're saying? I'm thinking I can because it says here foreign name registration. Would that be the same as a DBA? Well, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to attempt it. Yeah, I'm going to attempt it with the unincorporated at the end of it. Right. You know, what I do is I, I spend a lot of time trying to get people out of jail, you know, that don't belong in there. Right. Um, and it's all about the name. And what I did was I dumped the surname. And when I dumped the surname and never used it again, they have no authority over me. Right. That's why I like for this recording, when I put the recording up, I just put Candy Lee and left it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other one I just leave up there, but it's actually Candy Lee. That's what I've been using. Um, I should actually change it on, on F book. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I actually haven't even looked at that, but um, yeah, that's all I use is Candy Lee. And um, I refuse to use a surname because I don't want it. Well, that's one of the things we were talking about earlier as well, is that on everything you get, they want you to provide to them the given name. What is your given name? Well, um, my legal name, for instance, the one I have DBA'd is Brian Glenn Parker. Well, my given name is Brian Glenn. That's the only name my mom and dad gave me was Brian Glenn. They didn't lay in bed and say, okay, we've come up with Brian Glenn. Uh, now, what do you think we should do for a surname? Well, who's, <laughs> who's the last name should we give them? Should we give them Parker? Should we give them Bisbro? Yada, yada. You know what I mean? The, the parents don't sit and dream that up. You know what I mean? The only thing that is given is the first and middle. Right. That's right. Uh, well, yeah. And the surname, actually, as I did my research beyond the Magna Carta, was given to the peasants by the king. And so, and, and before that, there was no uh, surnames. They were given right. to people. Right. So the surname is just junk as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. uh, I, I like, here's another thing they're doing lately, is after I did all the documents I've ever done on myself, they no they will no longer use my middle given name. They um, abbreviate it. All my daughters too. They abbreviate their middle, their last, their um, second name. Right. But I noticed that they do not do it to other people that have tickets. But it, like, if you go and look up mine, they have mine with the initial and they have all, everyone else on the same page with their full names. Right. Well, and that's just what the people there in the system are doing. They, and they, I mean, to them, they don't know any different. They're as brainwashed as everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I talk to some people and I say, you know, I'll handle this this way or handle the, something that way. And they're like, oh, but, you know, I, I get so nervous. And I'm like, you get so nervous. Why do you get nervous? I'm like, yeah. and, you know, this way to explain it or comprehend it is it's like this. How do you feel when you're at work? You know what I mean? Uh, when you're at work, you're thinking about, oh, I've got a load of wash. I, I get in the dryer when I get home. I got to stop and pick up this and this for dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're, you're not acting like James Bond on the job. You know what I mean? And neither are these people. They are just the same as everybody else. 
They, they want to get to work as late as possible and do as little as possible and leave as early as possible. You know what I mean? So right. it's not like you're sitting there, you know, facing, you know, Judge Wapner or something like that when you're talking to these people. Yeah, that's right. But but I think that the they get every time somebody gets something going, they they um alter everything like I do federal claims and they've been altering in each state they do it differently and they've been altering their process. Um it's kind of weird. It's just kind of weird what's going on right now. But with the the DBAs that was even strange. Each state acts differently. Now Idaho Gave me two DBAs, but then rejected eight. So, what do you mean they gave you? What do you mean they gave you two and then rejected eight? Well, they gave me two. I had um, altogether uh, ten of them. Oh, okay. So, so they gave me two, but then they rejected eight. All right. I don't know if they thought they made a mistake, but I, their statute and code. When I read it, it says you can't use your true name. But now they're adjusting it to a true name. Huh. Yeah. So each state is trying desperately not to lose the control of the name. You know, I have a conditional acceptance I send to the IRS for anybody and my, I did it for myself. Um, that works 100%. It has a 1792 coinage act. There's eight questions. You send it in to anybody that wants to tax you. And they leave, they take the liens off you, they stop garnishing your wages, and they never call you again. Right. It's just eight questions. Um, so I, I've kind of got most things figured out. The only thing that where I'm having a, a complexity is this, uh, the name game. Right. The name game. Now I travel with an IDP, an international driver's permit. Prior to that, I, I have never had a driver's license. So they're always stopping me and harassing me and antagonizing me for Zippo, nothing. Um, anyway, so I, I, I try different things. I think that I think the name thing's got to go. They, they, you know, they're doing bonds behind the scenes that are uh, enriching all of these uh, judges and, uh, and people in black robes. They're all the same. The, every judge has to be an attorney. An attorney is the uh, Jesuit. So um anyways just a lot of things then then you know i've been listening to your stuff on um you have uh i have it right here it's the bc and this uh, uh certificate of live birth i've been watching your stuff that's pretty interesting um that what you do and and i've been working on doing some of that i, I like it. it 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 just makes a lot of sense it's uh, people you got to do it before you get yourself into into trouble you know. Oh, exactly. Yeah, 100%. I'm all about preventative medicine, and it frustrates me when there's people that I know have been around tagging along for three, four years, and then all of a sudden they get a parking ticket, and they wait till the day it has to get paid or the day before, and then they contact me. They're like, Brian, what do I do? I'm like, are you serious? I mean, really? Just pay it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, other, other people, too, will chime in with them. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do it. And I'm like, Man, you've got them jumping through all these freaking hoops over a $65 parking ticket. You know what I mean? I mean, you've, you've got yeah, you've got them fighting for the next two years, and God knows what they're going to end up with after everything's said and done. So, but myself, yeah. I mean, like with the BC and the CLB, and anybody listening, it's a birth certificate and a certificate of life birth. 
you know, I saw all these different processes. People yeah. like, oh, you got to do this. Oh, you got to do that. And I was like, well, well run the brakes. I want to really, I think, step back and examine how all the moving parts work, how all these things are interacting with each other and what affects what before I do anything. And once I started doing that, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like totally different than what anybody's even talking about, you know? Yeah. I really like the uh, resigning as the agent. I never thought of that. It, it, it was ingenious to think of that thing because once you resign, you have the you have the right to resign as anybody's agent. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, well, yeah. and that's one of the things too. I mean, it's really so obvious when you step back and look at it. I mean, you've got people opening businesses creating DBAs to run those businesses, which means they're creating another legal person, basically, right? I mean, all this stuff is going yeah. on all around us. Everybody you run into is acting in a representative capacity, right down to the cashier at Wendy's. You know what I mean? She's acting as a representative oh, yeah. of the company, you know, standing at the cash register. Right. And, the, and the same thing in right. court. You got the judge. He's in a representative capacity. So is the clerk. So is the defense attorney. So is the prosecuting attorney. Everybody is in a representative capacity. So what in the world would make us think that we're not also seen as being in a representative capacity as well? Yeah. Well, here's the deal with courts and all that. They're, they are all in the representative capacity. They cannot see you in an unrepresentative capacity. They cannot see you. So they have to force you into the represented capacity to see you. Right. Right. Exactly. They can't deal with you. They, they can't, can't administer you. Yeah. Right. And I say that, you know, if anybody does actually have to go into court, which thankfully it seems like I don't have to do that anymore or they don't even want it anymore. But if anybody is forced to do that, I mean, go. I recommend going back to Matthew, the book of Matthew. It says, go back, go directly to your brother unless you get dragged into court. Right. So if the court is bringing yeah. a controversy with you, then I would just send an affidavit of non-representative capacity uh, to that judge's office and to the clerk of courts and to all parties involved. Well, no, you are not coming in in a representative capacity. I like that. Send an affidavit to the judge, the clerk, and the prosecuting attorney? Yeah. Everybody involved. That's cool. I mean, you have to do it with uh -huh. everybody involved. It's just like, um, think of like a, a referee, like on a football field. All right. If he's going to make a call uh -huh. or make a decision, he doesn't run over to one of the other cap or one of the other, you know, captains of a team or the coach of our team and whisper it in his ear. No, he turns on his mic and announces it for everybody. Everybody knows exactly what's going on. Everybody's operating on a level playing field. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with court. Anything uh -huh. you do in court, everybody has to be notified. So you're going to want to make like five copies of whatever you do, send them all out to each other, and then also keep an original copy for your own affairs. Oh, keep the original. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Myself, well, I, I, I like wouldn't this. give we'll as I said, myself, I wouldn't give an original copy of anything to anybody. Oh, really? No. Because you think they can alter it, even with stamps on it? Oh, yeah. They can, they can do whatever they want. You know, if you go in, for instance, I, I've done some research. I don't know if you looked at it or not. 
into like debt collections. And if you go and look at different um, debt collectors and people that do uh, debt reconciliation and people that, you know, offer to clean up your debt or whatever. And, and I went to as many of those sites as I could find just to read what free information they were putting out there. And one of the things uh -huh. that all of them said over and over again is if you write to any of these companies that claim that you owe money, anyone, whoever you write to, you never, ever, ever give them a wet ink signature on anything. Oh, so what do you do if you have to give it to court? Court means originals, right? If they want to see the original, I, I'll tell you what. It's like, for instance, on the copies of the authenticated certificate of live birth that I use. I'll send yeah. out good color copies of them, but I will also put in the margin, I'll write that this is a copy, and I'll also write on there, that original available for inspection upon request. Oh, gotcha. So you never send an original birth certificate to anybody? Absolutely not. No. 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 Yeah, like I said, you always just write in the margin. This is cool. Original available for inspection upon request. And for inspection means I'm going to stand here and hold it and show it to you. You're not going to take it from my possession or whatever. You want to look at the back? I'll flip it over. You want me to turn a page? I'll turn a page. <laughs> you can inspect it, oh. but, that, but that's it. You can't have it. Gotcha. <laughs> cool. I like that. Yeah, because I have a, a conditional acceptance I send in for guys that are in prison. And it, it, it says in the app, the thing to include a birth certificate, but I just don't like doing that. So I've been making copies. Right. You know. Right. And just to avoid anybody yeah. coming back and trying to say, oh, you're um, duplicating documents or you're, you know, any, any kind of BS like that. that. That's why I always write on it. Copy. Gotcha. Avoids that problem. That way they can't say, oh, you're counterfeiting or, you know. Even though as right. preposterous as it would be, how obvious of a copy it is, and you never know what kind of crap they're going to come back with. That's right. They get it right. Correct. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I like your process. I like what you do. I like what you do. But, I mean, I don't care for the system in itself. Do you, what do you think of common, like, law courts? <sighs> I think all the, and this is going to raise a lot of tail feathers, but in my opinion, all the courts that we have today are common law courts that we walk into. Um, I actually have proof that they're not. Well, you first I have actually have a judge. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I have, well, federal courts are supposed to all be courts of record, which are common, proceed by common law. I have a judge at a federal court saying they do not acknowledge common law yeah. on the record. Well, I, and he's and, an Article Three judge. Yeah. You know, I, I won't say he's right. I won't say he's wrong. But I've also heard a lot of judges say a lot of different things. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. But to me, you have to look at what common law is. And common law is just essentially it is the decisions of the courts and the treaties and the common law that people live under now yeah that's actually british common law 
Right. That's the same for here, too. That, no, there's that, common law to villages. Right. It, it's, just what's, not, it's, it's what's common to a people. It's what's common to the location or the people or the group. Right. For instance, for instance, yes. here, you, you couldn't come in here and try bringing in Sharia law. You know what I'm saying? Because um, that's not that's they, not common here. In Congress, well, in Congress, they have uh, Sharia law enacted. I can show you where that's located at. Yeah. No, I'm aware of that. And I've also seen the last five years them trying to slide that into Canada as well. Yeah, pretty sneaky, huh? Yeah, and I'm sorry, you can't, and with the case in Canada, what they were saying there was, well, we have to understand that this gentleman came over here from such and such a country, and so his common law isn't our common law. He's used to different laws. But, I mean, in my book, I mean, what do they say? When in Rome, do as the Romans, right? I, I, I really blows my mind that any judiciary would even fathom the idea of letting another country's style of law come into play here just because there's somebody from that country that happens to be here. Because I'm very yeah. sorry. If, if I went to uh, Italy or I went to Saudi Arabia, anywhere, I, I can't go in there and argue Florida statutes. It'll laugh me out of the out of the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, on true common true common law has no statutes allowed. They don't have any bar members allowed, and no judges are allowed except for the tribunal. The tribunal is separate of the magistrate. So, true common law is a little different. Um, it, it's a, it has twelve people that are in the true common law that are appointed. It's a very different system. It's not like common law. British common law was merged with equity, um, maritime and admiralty, admiralty, maritime, equity, common law, British. Um, all four were merged together in the 40s or something like that. I, I could be wrong on my date, but it's, I think it's the 40s, something. But are, you talking about, are you talking about for Great Britain or for the U.S.? Well, common law is actually British. If you're you're talking to a, like a man that acts like a judge, he'll say, what type of common law are you speaking of? And because um, I learned this by going to court so many times. And I first said American common law, which really doesn't exist, by the way. But um, and what then after doing my research, there's common law to I, there's common law to uh, Canada, there's common law to Target, there's common law, common law is pending on what it's common to. But you have to be specific when you state what common law it is. Yeah, exactly. So I figured it out. and But what I found is, um, like I take common law courts, I open them up at um, federal court because fe all federal courts are courts of record which proceed by common law, even though the United States corporate judges, because they're no longer, they've privatized everything. So they're no longer actually a federal court because it's actually a private court that we rent nowadays. So right. it's kind Everything, of everything's but, administrative. Everything's administrative. Yes. Yes. And so basically I like I open federal claims and I leave them open and because they can never close. They can dismiss them, but I can reopen them anytime. 
so it's been it's a little weird what i've been doing um i mean the truth is what i want to do and i'm going to do is open up community common law groups and it's all you need is 12 people in each community and one would be a sheriff and then you train the sheriff to know common law and then he communicates with the uh, like the local sheriff for the corporation and then they make sure they keep you know um, tabs with each other and tell each other what they're doing or actually the common law tells that sheriff what he's doing because the common law sheriff actually stands higher than a corporate sheriff so anyways that's a thought i mean i've, I've there's groups all over canada international australia that are doing this this common law thing and i'm going to start it too um because i know how to do it now but I think we need common law because we need to do things that don't have the legal system, which is corrupt. And it's also messed up. It's broken. I don't think it's fixable. Right. In my opinion. Right. Well, I, I, I wouldn't go as far as necessarily maybe to say it's broken or anything. I think it's designed exactly the way they're operating it. And, you know, man, man is corruptible in his core, you know what I mean? So when man does things we see as corruption, you know, we can't really be too shocked by it because that's just the nature of the beast, you know. Uh, probably the, the yeah. worst natural thing out there next to Mother Nature is human nature. So, <laughs> Well, here's the thing. The problem with it is this, that they literally, by using their corporate structure to stalled our whole entire country they stole everything because it's not it's not really a government system and it's not the people's the people isn't it's not people anymore it's names when you go into a court and i went eight, eight times into a court and they claimed i wasn't there eight times because i refused I, I just basically said i'm a woman i'm retaining all my rights um, not waving none. And eight times they said I wasn't there. I did not appear. So this name thing has taken over our whole country. Vanguard and BlackRock own 95% of the whole United States of America. Right. They own everything. If you take all the corporations under them, the mom and pops have all been shut down. So, and how they stole it was this way. If you get a speeding ticket, it's, to you, it's 75 bucks. To them, it's $250,000 because there's six bonds behind it that they collect this money on. So therefore, they get 250000 They all split it up. They get a, a retirement account. The corporations then get to, when it goes flows, when it becomes a bond on the securities, they get to then give themselves an IOU of nine times that amount and go buy something else. Wait a minute. Whoa, I'd like to do that. Well, at its core, <clears throat> at its core, that's just how a fractional banking system works. And you read uh, modern correct. money, yeah, you read my modern money mechanics, and it kind of tells it to you right there. It spells it out. Uh, that's why. Yes. <laughs> that's why I think that book sat unpublished for like thirty years. It's only been the past several years that it's been back in publication. And when it got back well, in publication, I was like, I was like, oh, I got to grab one of those. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But I used to own a bank. And, and the back end is but the back end is only for corporate structure to get money. Like so a man or a woman, like say if you want to buy something, you can't compete with Vanguard or BlackRock. Right now, they're selling they're buying houses for twenty to fifty percent more than the 
appraised value of the property, which means a regular mom and pa will not be able to buy at that house because they can't put down extra money to bring it down to the proper appraised value oh, yeah. to get the percentage loan they're getting. Yeah, I'll tell you what, down here in Florida, I mean, Florida has become a real hot market because the past couple of years, uh, they weren't too severe on different restrictions, right? So it's like so uh -huh. many people are just, you know, coming down here, just, you know, thousands of people a freaking month are coming down here. It's unbelievable. Oh, my and, God. And yeah. like you said, you know, but, you know, they, somebody might, I was looking at a house the other day, some people were wanting to buy, and the asking price on it was, I think, $235,000. And there was just people coming from every direction, coming in, wanting to buy it. And by the time it sold, I think it sold for 365000 So it sold for, you know, what, close to 50% yes, more. Yes. But the question is, who's really buying it? These corporations are buying up all the houses. Oh, yeah, they're buying up, you know. And how they're getting the money. Spots but, land. But, that's, but that, once again, how are they getting the money the same way? The, there, there is no money. They're buying it with nothing. They're stealing our country. Yeah, they're buying it with lines of credit and stuff. And now I would say no. something, though, even more insidious, so with, with some of these big corporations. And it's not necessarily that, like, BlackRock and Vanguard have bought up 95%, because in a way, business-wise, that wouldn't be the smart thing to do. What they've really done is they've bought controlling shares in 95% of these companies. So for Correct. them, yeah, that's, that way, yeah, they, yeah, that way they've got the control, but though they don't hold any of the liability when it, when they're done with it, they can dump their shares and walk away. Okay. But let me tell you something. I, in banking, there's no men and women that own any of these shares. Right. It's only corporations right. like for McDonald's, Heinz, Haynes. Um, there's like, it's a court, it's a, it's a scam. We've been scammed out of our country. Yep. Yep. We've been totally scammed. There's no men and women buying bonds. This is all corporations. Oh, Quaker Oats buys McDonald's stock. I mean, McDonald's buys Hanes, Heinz. Whole Foods is owned by Hanes, Heinz. Who owns it all? BlackRock and Vanguard at the top. Right. So, so we're just the deal is that that you're never going to fight or win in their system. But I truly, with common law, if common law goes back to the small towns, that that's where people will have a right. And if they bring it back to that and people stop supporting these corporations, because the corporations, there's no accountability anywhere. If, when you go to sue them, they step down. The CEO steps down, another one takes his place. Yeah. Yep, and then that CEO that stepped down all of a sudden, you see him pop up in another corporation two and a half months later. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God, yes. Oh yeah. So, anyway, so I, I I like what you're doing. I like your um the DBA thing. I wanted to pick your brain on that. I think it's fantastic that you came up with that. I I think your unincorporated at the end of the name is a fantastic thing. Uh, that should work. Because yeah. if you put LLC at the end of a name, it would work. Exactly. 
Yeah, and unincorporated oh, is a yeah. status. It's a status just like all the other ones. The only difference is, because I've had people argue with me about this, and I said, okay, if you go into all of their business laws, rules, regulations, whatever you want to call them, and you look up you know, some of these regulations and their code, everything has to deal with the LLC or the corporation or it deals with a trust or it deals with partnerships. There is nothing written for the unincorporated position. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Just like in their statute in codes, nothing is written for man. Right. If you, there's no, nothing for, that it pertains to man and statutes and codes. Yeah. And, you know, they, they want us to all jump on a bandwagon and, and be part of, you know, uh, this corporocracy that they've got going on. And I think back to after 9-11 and George Bush standing there with the bullhorn and he's saying, either you're with us or you're against us. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my that's, God. That's not necessarily yeah. the case, but that's the mindset they want to put everybody in. Either, you know, kind of that if you can't beat them, join them kind of deal. It's like, no, we're, right. not, trying, we're not trying to beat you. I, I know what game you've got going on. Just count me out. I, I'm not going to step on your game board. Right. Well, I'm off their game board. Um, they, they'd like to think that I was somewhere on it, but I'm totally off. I have no contract with the state or the United States in any way. And another thing is I, I don't believe they were ever given instructions to leave the 40 stones. <laughs> right. Ten well, square miles. Who said? Go ahead. Yeah, and you know, uh, I put out a little video. I don't know if you noticed it. I think I did it like three weeks ago or so, a little short video. Uh, it was called uh, Thank You, Joe Biden. I got to go look at that one. I'll go pull that one up. Yeah. Because, I've been watching your videos one at a time here. So thank you, Joe Biden. Yeah. And yeah, the thumbnail is just the words thank you all lit up in red. And the reason why I did it was because. Prior to him running, I was listening to so many people talk, and they're all freaking out, going, oh, my God, if he gets elected, he's going to put out a nationwide mask mandate. And I said, oh, really? And they said, yeah. I said, good. I hope he wins. And they looked at me like I was Medusa or something. <laughs> and I said, listen, I said, I hope he wins because if he wins and he goes to do that, he is going to show his hand. He is going to show what authority that 10 square mile has. And what did he do? Sure enough, like on the 23rd of January or something like that, he put out that executive order. And in the media, the way he phrased it was this. He put out a, a federal mask mandate and he put out a mask challenge to the people. And that's really the exact way his mandate read. If you look in uh, section two of it, it has, you know, the federal mandate for employees and people in federal territory and federal buildings. And then in part three of it, it was the part that he referred to as the challenge, you know, where he was, they, oh my called, God. they, they called it encouraging people to wear the mask. You know what I mean? So right there, oh my God, that's he, funny. He, he did exactly what I knew he was going to do. If people paid any attention, he showed his hand as to what the real reach of the federal government is. I like that. I'm going to go read that. I, that's pretty cool. 
That's right. They don't have any jurisdiction other than their employees. As soon as he came out with that, as, and as soon as it got through the Federal Register and was published or whatever, I went and printed off a hard copy of it because I want to have I want to have this in black ink on white paper. If anybody has any question here, I can show you right from the White House where they show you where their jurisdiction is. Oh, my God. I want to see. I'm going to get myself. A, is it still up, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can still go online. And uh, I don't know if I've got it here with me right now. I don't think I do. But um, you can go online and just find which executive order it is. And you can copy it off. It's no big deal. Cool. That's you know because I've been studying the Forty Stones and you know all eighteen seventy one. Eighteen seventy one didn't give them any authority whatsoever to in regards to us people. It only gave them a municipal, which means government for themselves. Right, and they didn't. And that's one of the things I try and explain to people is they're all about that whole Act of eighteen seventy one, the Organic Act, is what it's called. Nice. And it's like they, yeah. they didn't do anything different than your local town did. You know, your yeah. city of Tampa is incorporated. Your city of Dallas is incorporated right down to your right. little small towns. They're all incorporated. That way they can participate in the commercial game. They only gave themselves is all they gave themselves was a governing uh uh, uh, bookkeeping. That's it for themselves. Right. Nothing to do with us. They gave themselves and a, gov a government. Yeah, a, a government for Washington yes. D.C. I mean, correct. Big deal. <laughs> Good. Yes, I'm glad. I'm, gl I'm glad you did it. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. And that's all they have. And then their buildings that are out, that are out. They're allowed to use those, but they're not. That doesn't mean that you're forced. To be part of them, because I'm always without the United States. Yeah. So. And not it, interested, but I really like your work. Well, they've been tipping this hand for a while. I mean, if you look, for instance, at speed limits. Okay. Um, I remember. Yeah. Um, I would travel between like Florida and Michigan, and going through Ohio, it would always drop down, you know, to like 60 miles an hour or whatever even though the federal regulation was for, you know, a 70 mile an hour speed limit. Okay. And uh -huh. what happened there was, you know, Ohio said, no, sorry, we want to keep it at 60. And so the federal government said, okay, fine. We're not going to give you any funding if you're not going to follow our regulations for the road. And Ohio said, fine, we'll do it ourselves. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, you can drive through Ohio and there's right. nothing better or worse, maybe even better with their freeways as compared to other states. And then when you looked at all these different um, cities over the past like 10 years that wanted to become like a sanctuary city, I'm sure you remember hearing about all that. Yeah, with all the immigrants, right. Right, whether it was immigrants or whatever the case was that they were wanting to do it. You know, some of these cities are wanting to become sanctuary cities. And what happened? The federal government said to them, said, fine, yeah, you want to do that? You're just not going to get any funding from us because that is all they can really do to them is just withhold funding. And that's the way, you know, that they're freaking leading. That's the way everybody's leading everybody on is, you know, chasing the dollar. You know what I mean? And so that's all they can yeah. do to these cities is just withhold the federal funding from them. And to me, that's fine. Uh, you know, I think that a number of states and definitely a number of cities are definitely uh, self-sufficient enough nowadays 
to not even need that federal funding. In fact, they could do a whole lot better if they weren't hindered by federal regulations. Yeah, but, you know, I, I agree with you. And yet, on another hand, I don't, because without the federal courthouses, the states would be renegade. They have a lot of money. And these there's in most of these states or counties, what you have is families running everything and they're sucking up all the money. Um, and if you if you take away their income, they get upset like the sheriff is in cahoots with the court, the courts in cahoots with um, the courthouse and the judges in cahoots. Everybody's in cahoots in these counties and there's no accountability. The federal court allows you to go after them. Without the federal court, you have no accountability. Well, and even though the federal government was, you know, going in withdrawing funds from, like, state of Ohio, for instance, that didn't mean they pulled their federal courthouses out of Ohio. They were still there, you know, and even in the sanctuary cities. Right, okay. I'm just saying that yeah. they're not, you know, the federal government is going to withhold all the little goodies, you know, all those little extra, yeah. you know, whether it's Title IV D funds or whatever the case may be, they're just going to start pulling back some of those funds. Right. I agree with you on that. Yeah. And Which, they do that with the school, they offer them money to do the mask and the vaccines. And yeah, absolutely. And to me, and there's so many people also on the flip side, different movements trying to chase those federal funds through the treasury or whatever the case may be. And myself, you know, with what you're saying as far as, you know, different families controlling different things. And that definitely, definitely occurs. And if you look through history, this has gone on, you know, for millennia. I mean, this has always been, been a struggle. Right. But, you know, when it comes to these federal monies, I know what U.S. Inc. has done. You know, I've, I've read enough of their um, undisclosed CIA documents and things like that. I know where they're getting their money from, where it's <laughs> come from. And as far as I'm concerned, right. it's blood money, and I wouldn't want to touch it anyway. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Here's one funny thing. The the courthouses, they claim they're federal courthouses, right? Like a, a good example is Spokane, Washington. Their courthouse is owned by USA. It's all caps, just USA. And their taxpayer is GSA. Wait, wait. If it's a government building, why are you a taxpayer? And their taxpaying um, identification is senior disability. They're doing their best to disable all the seniors they can. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, well, and if, anyway, you so that was if you look at things, <laughs> look at things going on like in Europe the past six months. And if you listen kind of close, read between the lines sometimes or whatever, some of the things that are being reported, the argument that's going on there and that, you know, Putin's having and stuff is that what they're really dealing with is a bunch of corporations that have taken over. Yes. And they have, and same with us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, everything is corporations. But the truth is, we need to get rid of them. They're just they're, there's no way you'll have any freedom as long as there's corporations. But you know, the unincorporated at the end of the name, I think you got something. I think that is probably going to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, a separate gonna, entity. Gonna, yes. Yep. So I'm going to try that. But it's seven o'clock, and I have to take my daughter to uh, volunteer.
volleyball. I apologize. I wish I, I didn't have to. Yeah, that's fine. But, you, um, you guys have fun. Yeah, but I, I'd like to talk to you again. I, I I mean, just because you're so intelligent. Actually, why don't I come on your call? When do you, when do you have a call like where people can listen? Um, every Sunday night at nine o'clock Eastern time. So that would okay. be six. That six would be six o'clock my time. Right. I think I'm going to do that actually because I I've been watching your videos. I I rewatched your your two videos over and over, and um. So I'm going to keep on doing that and get all your information and then um, just probably pick your brain whenever I don't comprehend something. Yeah. Well, this conversation here tonight makes like number 289. So we've been doing this every week for over four years. Oh, my God. I, I will take forever a lifetime to get it all <laughs> down. <laughs> hey, that's fine. And, but I'll, and I'll tell you what, especially maybe let's say the last year year and a half a lot of stuff has gotten more and more fine-tuned and coming together uh to where we we see what they've done how they've run things and it's like crap you just have to just do the same thing they do that's it yeah, that's good. yes i agree your bccolb vi uh, video is amazing just amazing um it's it's got so much good information in there and that's that's what that's the one that really I caught my eye. I didn't see any of your videos before. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I only have an old computer. I don't really uh, do too much, but I, I like how you think. I like your information. Um, so, anyways, I'll probably start f uh, from backwards going to um, forward because it'll take me to. I'll probably watch all the newer stuff and go okay. backwards that way until it it probably overrides itself. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, there's so anyway, just so much info out there. It, it's hard to wade through it all. So, <laughs> all right. Where do you have where do you, where do you have a donation button? I don't. Well, what if somebody wants to donate? Like I like to donate. I like to give people, you know, I, I appreciate their work. You know what I mean? Do well, you have like a website with a donate button or anything? No, and I don't really advertise it. But I'll tell you what: if people get my phone number. Um, with my phone number, you can use, uh, it's escaping my mind right now. It's, it's not, it's kind of like Venmo or whatever, where you go and just attach money. Is it like PayPal? Yeah, it's kind of similar like that to that. It's linked to a, uh, credit union I use. Okay. So what, so it, what would it be called? Like if I, so I have your phone number. No, do I have your phone number? I don't, think I don't so. know if I do. I don't think so. I'll yeah. send it to you. Yeah, send it to me and then send me the name of what it's called. You got and it. And then I'll do. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, I love your video, the BCCOLB. I'm probably going to share that around because I think it's probably super information. Um, I like the unincorporated, so I'm going to give it a whirl and see how that goes. And I'll let you know what happens. Um, I'm going to try in all the states that didn't, uh, that rejected me. So. Anyways, uh, I appreciate as, your knowledge. As the system in the States are morphing how they're doing DBAs and stuff like that, uh, well, we just kind of have to morph along with them and find their little loopholes that they're using. Yeah. Well, I like Washington. I like to do the foreign uh, name, and I'll get them in Florida or Minnesota, and then do the right. foreign name. There you go. Okay, well, thank you very much. I'll probably contact you again, but I'm going to be watching you on Sunday, which is in two days, I think, three days. Yep. So um, 
I'll just come on as an observer and learn from your stuff. And I'm going to watch your videos. If I need to pick your brain again, I'll let you know. And then send me your name or no, no, your the name of the thing, the whatever you're talking about and the phone number. You got it. You got it. Okay. Candy. You have a blessed hey, night. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.